This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. A story I want to talk about, some pretty surprising information released last week by Canada's Cybersecurity Agency. Uh, it says that the government faces cyber attacks hourly, um, don't think that's too shocking. Uh, on average, so listen to this, between five and six billion signals are blocked in Canada every single day. I'm not sure exactly what that means in terms of signals being blocked, but we'll find out. And there are real concerns that hackers, primarily Russian and Russian-aligned hackers, will soon be going after critical infrastructure. Um, they're targeting countries that have been openly and vocally supportive of Ukraine, which includes Canada. So when we talk about critical infrastructure, what are we talking about and what do we need to do to protect ourselves? We're going to chat with Scott Beck, who is the CEO of Beck Tech Cybersecurity. Uh, Scott, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time. It's my pleasure to be here. Okay, first of all, the frequency of these attacks, or attempted attacks, I guess I should say, um, hourly, the government says their systems are targeted. Does that surprise you? Absolutely not. Uh, I mean, we, we help primarily a lot of small businesses, and we see like a million attacks in, in the run of a few months against small businesses. So if you extrapolate that to a larger entity like the government, who are prime targets because they oversee so much of our, our of our lifestyle, yeah, that, that would be pretty accurate. What about the other, uh, the five or six billion signals every day? When they say signals, what does that mean? That would be unsolicited inbound attempts to make connections. That, that's the simplest way to describe what those signals would be. Now, they may have some additional insights that we're not privy to, but, but generally speaking, when, when we're talking cybersecurity, that would be unsolicited inbound attempts to gain access into your systems. Um, the majority coming from Russia, Russia-affiliated hackers, they're still the most common target, not target, but um, perpetrators trying to target Western countries? Um, Chinese-aligned uh, groups as well, but right okay. now we are, we are seeing a huge increase with Russia. Um, you had mentioned it in, in the lead-up to the story that, that the warning about critical infrastructure attacks, well, those have already been ongoing. Uh, the U.S. government uh, has released statements around that. Um, we've seen a huge uptick in, in traffic coming out of Russia and, and aligned states, um, even going after small businesses. So when, when you think critical infrastructure, it, it could be people that supply the Department of Defense. It, it could be the law firms that are that are passing patents on information. Uh, they're, they're trying to do a full court press to make life difficult for those that are supporting Ukraine. When we talk about critical infrastructure, let's define that a bit. Um, uh, of course, I think of the pipeline incident in the United States that happened a couple of years ago. So we know oil and gas is really important here in Alberta. That's a piece of the critical infrastructure that we're worried about here, right? Yeah, power grids, um, water treatment facilities, uh, nuclear power plants. Um, and we've even seen uh, government agencies. The, the government in Nova Scotia had one of their their systems hacked just to shut them down. So, so when we're seeing with attacks, you probably have heard the term ransomware in the past, which you think people are holding files ransom to get paid for it. 
what we're starting to see is ransomware as a denial of service, um, which is also happening. So it's a way to just stop things from running. It's, it's not that the Colonial Pipeline couldn't pump oil in that attack right. in the U.S. It was the fact they couldn't track how much oil was going, so they couldn't bill for it. Thus, why do it? Um, we saw that when they went after uh, the food. JBS Foods got hit with, with that around the same time as the Colonial Pipeline. I mean, food production, that's pretty critical infrastructure uh, to most of us. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And like you say, I mean, there's so many different sectors. That's part of the question. Right? If you're talking about like banking and transportation and oil and gas and power grids and nuclear facilities and water treatment facilities, I mean, how are we doing a, a good enough job protecting all of these different assets that could be subjected to some kind of attack? Can you uh, build a foolproof safety net? So what I will tell you is, is, is no. Yeah. What, what we've moved away from is, is the idea of one time that you could build this castle of defense and have a big moat and have all this stuff and, and have all your your warriors along the top and looking out for a problem. What came along is the fact that the bad guys just have to find a, a crack in the foundation and they're in. So, yes, we're trying to keep the moat 100%. But even more important is to have systems in place to detect when something's going wrong. So we can respond really fast uh, to minimize the impact of what, what's going on. And, and we, we've seen that happen with, with the Canadian government when uh, things have happened. They're, they're, they're trying to respond back as quickly as possible. So can we keep them out 100 percent? Probably not. If they, if they spend enough time, effort and energy, they'll find that crack in the foundation that I mentioned. But we have to be on guard to go, hey, that doesn't look right. Mm. That's not our baseline. And, and then be able to respond to it, have our assets in place to do that. What about the government strategy? And it's not in place yet, but they are working on it. They brought in legislation. It hasn't passed yet. That will say, hey, listen, if you have some sort of um, position that we, we identify you as a key uh, infrastructure that we were talking about here, you, you're, you're involved in that in some way, it is incumbent on you. You must legally have some sort of safeguards and some kind of protections in place. That that seems like a decent place to start, doesn't it? It, it does. They're starting to strengthen it. The issue is we have some of those laws on the books now for, for all businesses that uh, if, if you get breached, you're supposed to be reporting it to the privacy commissioner. They're going to do an investigation. Uh, under that law, you're supposed to take reasonable precautions. My, my problem with the reasonable precautions is how you define reasonable, how I define it, and how a business owner or someone that's running this critical infrastructure defines it is different. So what they're trying to do now is set those standards. Right? So we, we had the initial law and we realized, hey, we may not have hit, you know, hit that ball out of the park yet. Let's define what reasonable is and let's at least have those minimums in place. And that's what they're now trying to come back around and do what about us um, as people who may or may not be involved just our own private use of the internet and our devices and all the rest of that stuff because that was mentioned by the Cybersecurity agency last week too saying hey listen you need to be aware that you could be targeted um, through different kinds of apps and things do Canadians generally speaking care enough and know enough to uh, be part of the defense here I, I think most care about, I mean, I don't think any of us want to lose $10,000 out of our bank account or, or, or whatnot, something similar to that. But there's so many cons. Like Now, we were talking about uh, government-sponsored hacking, but, but the criminal element out there, they're, they're just trying to make a buck. That, that's what they do. Um, so, so what I'm trying to educate is like it's a four-step thing. I, I call it the rest test. If, if someone gets you on the phone or sends you an email or sends you a text 
and one of these four things is there, you might want to slow down and look at it, like rest tests are. If they're requesting personal information, that should be a warning sign. The bank, the government, no one's going to ask you for your personal information by an email. They may call, they may send you a letter, but they're not emailing you saying, hey, can you send me your password? They already have it, so they shouldn't be asking for it. E, the bad guys really are good at using emotion. Like, hey, you've won this all-inclusive cruise. Um, all you got to do is pay $99. Well, of course, if you pay the $99, you're getting the, the credit inform- information, and, and now they own you. Somebody uh, overseas is driving an F-150 in your name. But they're really good at using that emotion. So if, if, you're, if you're getting that phone call or getting that email and they're really trying to get you to act on something, slow it down and take a breath. S is spelling. Now, this is we. I've been talking about this for a long time, but now with all this artificial intelligence, this is becoming less and less of an issue for foreign hackers. Um, before we'd say, "Hey, bad spelling. The grammar might be off," but now they can use ChatGPT or any of these uh, artificial intelligence as well. So we still want to watch for it. And what we're now watching for, instead of spelling mistakes, is more like the wording. Is that something how how a bank or the government or somebody, uh, the RCMP or someone would communicate to you? And then T is for think before you click. There's usually good security now in email to block viruses coming as an attachment. So they'll send you a malicious link to try to get you to click it to go to a website that's got that payload that will get you infected. So if if you've got an email or, or a text message and it's saying it's from the bank and you can collect $10,000 because your great uncle has passed away. Hover over that link and see where it's actually going. If it says it's the bank, it darn well better be a bank site. If it doesn't, it doesn't look like a bank site. You might want to pick up the phone and call the bank before you click that. I love that the, the the four keys to play because we we talk about this so much. Having that simple acronym REST and, and knowing what it stands for is it seems like a, a an awesome way of approaching this because all four of those things that's what we talk about over and over and over when it comes to cyber scams. Well, people, uh, it's such a double-edged sword, right? Like technology is so great, we've got the information of the world at our fingertips, but we, ne- doesn't, we don't necessarily train people to understand what's coming at them because the, the bad guys can use this too. So we have to break it down so it's nice and easy that we can explain it, especially to our, our elderly parents who are trying to use uh, FaceTime or some other app to be able to be in touch with the grandkids across the country or whatever mm. the case is. These are doorways in, and now we're starting to see them using text messaging to phones. Um, there's some new regulations coming out to try to cut down on that, but man, oh man, the amount of junk going on phones because it's a little harder to block that, and we've seen an increase around of the texting. So just be very cautious. What did your mother used to tell you? If it's too good to be true, probably is. Yep. It yep. really pertains to the digital world. That's yeah, exactly. And just think for a second. I think the 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 last letter of your acronym is the best. Just just think about it for a second. Don't don't rush into it. Scott, great information today. Thank you so much for being here. 